Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for taking the time out to listen to Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. So, on today's news, Joe Biden and student loans. So, there's been recent publications on Joe Biden um, trying to figure out how to forgive student loans across America. At first, it started at a proposed 10000 in federal student loans, which is good. Mm. But lately, um, the news has been uh, around 50000 which is amazing. If, I, if, he can, if he can pass the $50,000 law, my, my student loans will be totally resolved. Like, I wouldn't have any totally loans. Totally eradicated. At all, mine will just be chopped in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, based on what President Biden has said about student loan debt so far, here is ten things that can possibly become reality under his presidency. Uh, already talked about the fifty thousand in student loan, federal student loan forgiveness, um, extension of the. Extension of the federal student loans. That doesn't sound right. Um, An extension? No, that does sound right. That means that you have more time to pay your student loans instead of the um, uh, more moratorium. I think that's what it says. Moratorium. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like government jargon. Full forgiveness of certain public colleges, graduates, um, annual payouts for approved public service loan forgiveness applicants, possibly lowering lowering payments on um, income-driven plans, free community college for all students, uh, tuition-free public colleges depending on income, um, expanded uh, Pell Grants, Increased investment investments in HBCUs and other schools and workforce training. Um, Miguel Caranda replacing Betsy DeVos as education secretary. Uh, all that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty That's good. That's great. Um, I'm excited if that uh, student loan forgiveness passes, or at least the 50K. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So what's on the docket for today? Why do we dream? Why do we dream? Mm-hmm. Why do we dream? The question of why we dream has fascinated scientists for thousands of years. And despite scientific inquiry into the function of dreams, we still don't have a solid answer for why we do it. So basically, I have no idea. They don't have an idea, but they have many theories. Mm -hmm. But first, why don't we just talk about what a dream is? 
A dream includes the images, thoughts, and emotions that are experienced during sleep, according to Very Well Mind. Dreams can range from extraordinarily intense or emotional to very vague, fleeting, confusing, or even boring. Some dreams are joyful, while others are frightening or sad. Sometimes dreams seem to have a clear narrative, while many others appear to make no sense at all. Hmm. So... Some of the more prominent dream theories contend that the function of dreaming is to consolidate memory, process emotion, express our deepest desires, or mm. gain practice confronting potential dangers. What are your thoughts on dreams? Why do you think we dream? Um, sometimes dreams, to me, express like certain things that we're afraid to say or certain things that we are afraid to face in our lives mm -hmm. and whatever we're looking for manifests manifests through dreams mm -hmm. so i'm not sure if you're familiar with sigmund freud yeah the, but the psychologist right? yeah so dreams may reflect the unconscious and uh freud suggests that dreams uh represent unconscious desires thoughts wishful fulfillment, and motivations. Mm -hmm. According to Freud, people are driven by repressed and unconscious longings, such as aggressive and sexual instincts. Mm -hmm. While many of Freud's assertions have been debunked, research suggests that there is a dream rebound effect, also known as dream rebound theory, in which suppression of something tends to result in dreaming about it. Yeah, mm. I can see that. So, yeah, I mean... I wanted to talk about dreams because I just had a really interesting dream Tell um, us. this weekend. And it was basically a dream about crows. Mm. And now you know I'm terrified of birds. But in mm. this particular dream, I wasn't terrified of the birds. But there were several of them as the main like topic of my dream. Mm. But the way that they were placed was in a very calm and serene environment. So... I've been thinking about it since I had the dream. And today I had this big revelation like, oh, snap. Like, I think I understand what the dream is telling me. And I think the message in the dream is that even though I act like my shit don't stink, my shit stinks. How because, did you come that, to that conclusion? Because I had a scene of like a common serene beach setting. Hmm. But in that setting, there were several birds like flying literally up and down everywhere. Hmm. I had the same similar scene where I was walking down a street, like U Street, but it was a very gentrified U Street. So there were new bars that I was unfamiliar with and a very like predominantly white space. It, was, it didn't look like Chocolate City, but we, I was in Chocolate City. Right. But um, again, the same thing where it's like I'm having a great day and like it's a calm and beautiful time, but there's several birds like everywhere. Mm. So um, that statement, I should don't think I just meant like there's. Because I'm acting like nothing is wrong or, you know, there's nothing that's bothering me. There's mm -hmm. so many different things internally or like certain things surrounding me that I'm just like, wait, <laughs> everything isn't calm and I'm pretending like it is. Yeah. So I, um, I just kind of like felt like that. And initially I felt like because of the symbolism of crows, that was the birds that was in. Mm. But the symbolism of them just appearing, so many of them, I thought of it in a negative connotation as far as it being a, a, 
um, a sign that someone, like something bad was going to happen. And I don't know for sure, like it's still one of the theories in my head, but I just had this great revelation today, like just understanding that if I want to have clarity in my life, then I have to face the things that I'm fearful of. Mm. Okay. But that's the dream I had. I could see that. I could see that. Have you had any dreams ever where you have contemplated about them or interpreted something in your real awake state? My dreams are weird. Mm -hmm. My dreams are weird because I never really had like really, I mean, I've had like very vivid dreams that I've forgotten about when I was younger. Mm Mm-hmm. But once I got into my teens, I didn't really dream that often. Hmm. But now that um, fast forward to to today, like the last couple of years, my dream has have have been um, extremely vivid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, but my dreams are weird. Sometimes they're like extremely extravagant and intricate and just like grand dreams but sometimes it's just like me running away from something interesting just like running and running and running and running um one dream i've had I, I didn't really come up with like a conclusion on what the dream meant but it was just me um i was in this room talking to this one guy um this white guy i don't i think he was like so-called president of the planet or something or wherever we were at. And um, I turned on the TV and for some reason I know I kept changing the channel and it was like the same newscaster guy, but he was different in every Hmm. channel. Um, And I'm talking to the guy, uh, the president guy, I forget what we were saying, but I uh, look out the window and I see like different planets that look like Earth, but each planet was extremely different. Um, one was on fire, one was really cold, one had like satellites and trash and chunk like saturating it, and one was like really blue and serene and clean. And um, I don't really know what that meant. You know, I'm in my head. I'm like a conspiracy theorist. I'm thinking like, okay, that might be just like other other dimensions and realities of the planet that we live on. Mm-hmm. Like each one is the same, but it's extremely different in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no idea why that dream came up or why why, why hmm. I was thinking about that. I think I've always been fascinated with an interpretation of a dream, especially when it's vivid. Mm-hmm. After um, I finished a college course about dreaming, and in that college course, like one of the assignments for us was to every time you sleep, when you wake up, write exactly what mm-hmm. you experience. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, literally two minutes after you finish dreaming, you, you forget, forget. Yeah. the extent of your dream. And in that class, we were all told that everyone does dream, but a lot of us don't remember. Yeah, I definitely so, don't remember a lot of yeah. So, like, just after having those classes and having to do those assignments, like, 
I don't do it now, but when I have a really vivid dream, mm-hmm. it's 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 like un like subconscious for me to just be like, oh my god, like what does this mean? And even with that research and doing like homework for those assignments online, like you can type anything that you've kind of dreamt. So let's say, for instance, like you've dreamt about falling. A lot of the times when you dream about falling, you don't like fall completely. But there's like a meaning behind like the reason of you having that state of like wanting to, you know, like that you're falling. It's either that you're not, you don't have control in your reality or something is going on. Um, I used to have a lot of flying dreams and there's like an interpretation of flying dreams. So even with the the dream that I have about the birds and the crows, like there was so many different like interpretations of what that could have meant. Now, can you, I think there's something called lucid dreaming where Mm -hmm. you can control your dreams. Have you ever like control what goes on in your dreams? I have yet to be able to control the narrative of my dreams. It's almost like I'm living, I'm watching a movie, but I'm like, in in there but I don't have control as to what Mm. I'm doing so a lot of the times when I used to have like nightmares when I was a kid I couldn't like I couldn't stop it like I felt helpless and I still feel that way like I don't have a sense of control in my dreams but I do want to get to that point Mm. like I do want to get to a point where I'm able to change the narrative of my dream like when you're dreaming do you realize maybe in order to control the dream, you have to understand that it's a dream in the first place. When but I like know I'm dreaming. Dream. Oh, I know okay. I'm dreaming. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, that's weird. It's weird. Um I also I kind of have a spiritual feeling about dreams. Because mm-hmm. I think that's it's sort of like a different way of reflecting amongst yourself where you don't have Anybody but yourself to analyze it. So it's almost mm-hmm. like your your own therapist going through something or trying to figure out something. Mm-hmm. But um, I I'm embarrassed to say this because I don't don't like I've never shared this before. But a lot of the times things that I dream, I kind of like associate or like bring into my reality. Mm-hmm. So I probably told you this before, but I don't know if you knew. But like. Just in terms of our relationship, I had a dream. Like, I kind of had a dream about what it would have been like being with you. Mm. And that was my decision based off of a dream. <laughs> because mm. it felt so, like, it felt so telling about what the potential would be if I just released, like, questions about moving forward. Because we did start very early. But I kind of felt like, okay, if I give this a chance, it might be exactly how I envision it to be in my dream. Mm. Like I kind of felt safe. (laughs) And it's bizarre because, you know, you can't really predict or associate a dream with reality. But sometimes my dreams kind of like makes me kind of make decisions as to how I move in life. That's weird because I never really had dreams of the people closest to me or with mm. the people closest to me. It's mm. always like some outside science fiction type stuff. Maybe our dreams are molded to like the information that we take in, you know, through our senses, our eyes. Yeah, and I can see that. And I think that I'm a very like observing and like 
thinking and processing through situations. And I think that does carry on in my dreams. Like, it's almost like I I reserve my, like, (laughs) analyzation or, like, reflection for sleep. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, the things that happen in my real life transfer in. But it could be very metaphorical, like the crow dream. It had nothing to do with anybody that was close to me. But it allowed me to kind of interpret what it meant for myself. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, like, I'm just very fascinated about trying to dissect the meaning behind a dream because I kind of believe that there is a spiritual connection between the two. When I used to meditate heavy um, before I went to sleep, um, have you ever, let's say this, have you ever started a dream, woke up, and went back to sleep and went straight back to that same dream? I have. So weird. It's so weird. And something else is is weird that, um, because I used to sleep with the TV on back um, when I was living with my mother, um, and whatever was on, I would like it would play through my my head and play through my dreams, mm. and I would dream that. That's what I don't like about having the TV on, because it's like, well, I actually never slept with it, but mm. whenever I had the TV on, I couldn't sleep because I heard those voices. You know what I mean? Like it was like those voices would like deprive me of being able to dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, man. Dreams, dreams. I think dreams take us to a reality where our spirits are, you know, like outside of the the physical body, Mm -hmm. you know, um, dreams take us back to the place that we were before we got here, before we were born. You know, it could be that, that sounds real pseudosciencey, but no, I'm, you know, I think it's I think it's it relates. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a relation. Because I mean, I I think that there's no wrong answer with yeah. dreams, and I believe that it could be a different experience for anybody. Because I know, like, you know, I have these dreams and like think about what the meaning behind it is, but I do have very intuitive people in my family, like my my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. Um, which I I kind of partially feel this way. It's not with dreams, but with kind of like visions. But hers, she can dream something and then know something is about to happen. Mm. And it can be positive, negative or something. And it's not all the time, but it's like there's an instance where it's like this heavy dream and then boom, something happens. It's like intuition, mm-hmm. intuition network. Right. Uh-huh. And I I mean, I think that we're we're all as humans capable of tapping into some like... If we're open to it, tapping into a space where we can interpret or like kind of sense and um, understand something that's approaching before it it happens. Hmm. Or even trying to understand the past, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So. I just wonder where. Because our mind, like, doesn't shut off even when we're asleep. Like, where does dreams really take us? You know, it's all that interpreting and all that stuff is it's, it's great. It sounds good. But, like, where does it really take us? Do we stay in our physical body or do we transport to a totally different 
place, space, time, whatever, you know? Yeah, I think that the human body is absolutely amazing Mm. because of how many things our bodies require to function, like from our toes all the way up to our brain. Mm -hmm. But it's like our brain is the main source of like what, you know, it's like how do you even have time to dream (laughs) when everything else is like requiring rest and, you know. And I I feel like maybe that's that's the time when, you know, our body is loading itself up. It distracts Mm. us with the form of a dream. Mm. And it's like, okay, where do we go? Like, are we going into a different dimension? Are we going into a, a a space to kind of like clear our minds from everyday life? Like, why do we dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Dreams are extremely weird. It, it's just extremely weird, you know? And does everything dream like does? Animals dream. I, I know. I know. Do. Spartacus dreams a lot because I seen it one time. Um, Spartacus <laughs> is my dog, if nobody knows. But um, I seen him when he was real young. He used to have like real vivid dreams, and he would like move his paws as if he were running. And one time he would, he just got up while his eyes were still closed and just started running <laughs> and ran into the wall oh, no. and woke him up. I was like, dang. Were you really sleep? Like, I think every living thing dreams. Mm. If we have that that gift, I think the you know anything that's living and moving dreams. Every living thing, like plants, you think plants dream? They could. Mm. Shit, who knows? Yeah, we're probably picking flowers and plants like they're not you know just alive. as capable of being alive as we are, but they are. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember any nightmares that you've had? Um, I, well, I can't, I guess I can say when I had difficulties waking up, mm-hmm. they used to be like, and it didn't happen all the time. But there was a period of time when I was like around 15 or 16 where I would have this dream and it's like, it's a separate de- dream from like who starts to interrupt my dream. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, I'm enjoying my dream, having a good dream. And then like, there's this old lady the who's, old who's speaking in, um, Shona. Mm-hmm. And it's like pulling me down. So like pulling me into my dream even further as I'm trying to wake up. Mm. So I can't like I literally can't wake up and I can't breathe. So like it's pulling me down. It's pulling me down. I'm trying to open my eyes. I can't do anything for like 10 to 15 seconds. And before we had a discussion about sleep paralysis, I didn't know what it was. Like I felt like I was dying in my sleep. So those are like two instances that I've had with a quote unquote Speaking to you and Shona, like, have you ever like deciphered what she said? She was kind of saying you're not going to get out. Oh, shit. That's (laughs) You're not getting out of this. And like, I think in my entire like livelihood and, you know, life on earth, I've been visited by that person four times. Mm. The same exact person. So and then, was it just like some like, random person or ancestor? I or feel like it's I feel like it's somebody that I should know because mm. it's always the same person. I don't I've never seen this person, but it could be somebody that's late, you know, that's past. Mm-hmm. But it's always the same woman and like with the same type of voice. And she's like, I'm not gonna let you get out of this. Like, I'm not letting you wake up. That's some scary <laughs> shit right there, man. That's that's frightening. Mm-hmm. So, but literally, I can feel my like I'm awake. Like, I feel like I'm awake, but I yeah. can't open my eyes and I can't, like, get out of my bed to, like, 
stop her from pushing, like pulling me back into the dream. There's been stories from all over the world of that same like entity. Really? Yeah, because hmm. it happened to me. It used to happen to me when I was a kid. A all woman or like something else? I couldn't really decipher what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was be in my room. And um, it would be dark, and I would see something out of the corner of my eye when I. It's like I wake up, <laughs> but I can't move, and I can't talk, and I can't really say anything. So your move eyes are my open. Head. My eyes are open, oh my God. and I can see something out of the corner of my eye in the dark, and it's like an area that's darker than the rest of the room, and um, I don't really particularly hear anything, but I can't move, and it feels like something that's on your chest. And you try to move, you try to speak, but you can't. And it's like you're just mm. stuck there. Have you experienced sleep paralysis as an adult or just as Never. a child? Just as a child. Hmm, that's interesting. Just as a child. And um, by the time you step out of it, it's like, it's like you ever almost like drown mm-hmm. and you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And by the time you your head, like, comes out of the water it's like a big gasp like mm-hmm. that's how it feels when you I, I feel the same exact yeah. way with like when I finally can get up out of like being pulled into yeah. the dream yeah I feel the exact same way like oh my god thank you god yeah it feels like you're drowning for yeah. some reason so there's a number of times when I'm like are you conscious of it cause like when you sleep you're a heavy sleeper mm-hmm. but sometimes like you're you're having a conversation are you aware that like you're 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 doing that? I don't know. I, I never realized that mm-hmm. I talked in my sleep until um, somebody told me. I think it was my mother that told me. Mm-hmm. But I never And it's realized. not often. It's like ever. I, I would probably say like twice or three times a week you do. Three times a week? Yeah. That's pretty damn often. And it's not like you're not having a legit like one hour conversation. It could be like, I think the longest you've done it is probably close to two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. The shortest, maybe 30 seconds. But it's illegible. Like, it's not comprehensive sometimes, and other times it is. So so sometimes it's comprehensible. Sometimes, so last so it's week. Like I'm speaking in tongues. Last week, you were like, you didn't say the full name, but it was like a Marsha, or like there's an M name, and then you were like, put it right here in the middle. Hmm? So you didn't say like the name, like you said the name like Mushy, hmm. and I'm like, what is. And then he's and then you said put it in the middle. That's all you said. Put it in the middle. Yeah. What so like you could have mean? a full sentence like that, or then sometimes like you're just like blah, blah, blah. like it's not English. Mm. I don't know what you're saying. That's some scary shit. <laughs> That's some scary shit. Like mm. I know. I think there's different levels of sleep. Mm. Um, I think it's called REM sleep when you're like in a deep deep, deep sleep. Deep sleep, yeah. And you have rapid eye movement or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's only when I, um, I guess, talk in my sleep is when I'm in like a really deep sleep. Really sleep, yeah. Yeah. And I, and that's the thing, too, because it's like I'm also such a light sleeper. Maybe I'm a lucid mm-hmm. dreamer or a sleeper, but a lot of the times, like, you talking will wake me up. Like, that's how light of a sleeper I am sometimes, unless I'm, like, really tired, and then I'm, like, deep sleep, where I'm asleep. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I've I've never met, like, you're the first person I've met that, like, kind of has conversations in their sleeps, but it, it didn't scare me. It's just, like, interesting to me. Like, are you conscious of the fact that you're speaking? 
And it's like I'm talking to somebody. It's like you're talk like you're you're literally like the first two times you did it, I thought you were talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, his eyes are closed and he's not moving, so he's asleep. So it, it sounds like you're talking. Mm-hmm. You don't like do like you don't say like help or anything like that. It's just like you're literally legit like in the conversation. Just chilling, just and like a part of it is like it's in the middle of the conversation, so you're probably saying something in your dream silently to yourself, but then the the rest comes out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's very fascinating. I'm not sure if it's like me actually talking to something or just talking to something in my dream. That shit is weird. Mm-hmm. That shit is weird. Yeah, like I'm. I'm pretty sure there's like studies and shit on that. Yeah, there probably is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like talked in your sleep or slept sleepwalk or anything? Um, yeah, I remember like if I'm really tired. So in college, I barely slept because classes would be maybe I would have four classes from eight thirty until seven o'clock. Mm. But then after that, we had assignments. Sometimes, like, because I was a commuter, like, I didn't live on campus. So I would, like, sleep over, you know, any of the kids that had dorm room. One night I was, like, working from, like, midnight up until 8.30 in the morning before my class. And I was drawing, but then I was sleeping. Like, I was drawing and sleeping at the same time. And then I just hear my friend, like, laughing, like, oh, my God, and go, like, wake up. Like, you, you sleep. And I was just talking, like I heard myself talking, but I thought I was awake and I was like, literally, my eyes were closed. Mm. So when I'm really tired, yes, I definitely, <coughs> excuse me, I definitely forget between the two. Like I don't know what's dream and what's real when I'm really tired. Mm. Mm. It starts to be a blur for me. <laughs> so I was going in and out from like talking in my dream and talking in reality. I think it's weird that. The old hag that you spoke about spoke to you in your like in your language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that was, and that the the fact that she has reappeared multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that's not a coincidence? <laughs> is that it's like, not. what is that? It's not. It's always the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I just think re- dreams are very fascinating. Um, but for me, it's like after I had the crow dream, I'm like, maybe I should start like recording my dreams, the yeah. ones that I remember, because a lot of the times I wake up and I completely forget what my dream is about, unless it's something that, you know, I think resonates. I've, I've forgotten. It's like every dream before the last one I've had, I totally forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Like it'll be very vivid for the next couple of days, and then I'll dream again and. It'd be gone, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. One of my late uncles used to appear in my dreams a lot, and they were the the one dream would be we would be driving, and then the car would just start elevating, mm-hmm. and then there's like hills elevating, elevating, and then we just start flying, and then the whole time we're just flying in the car, like Harry Potter. Harry Potter, he was yeah. Flying Harry, in the car? Harry Potter had a flying car. Oh yeah, like Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but. I, a lot of a lot of people that I'm close to appear in my dreams a lot. Hmm. Family members, friends, you know. Before Wami was born, 
I did I tell you this dream? No. I dreamt that Wami was gonna be light skinned and he had dimples. That's all I remember, but there was no like vivid feature of his face. I just knew he was gonna be light skinned and dimples. Right before he was born. Now he's light skinned with dimples. Yeah. That's mm. why like sometimes like I do follow my dreams because I'm like the level of accuracy that I've had for my dreams <laughs> about things that are important to me, like actually legit happen. I think dreams um work different for everybody you know yeah because you like it seems like yours are more intuition based mm-hmm. and mine's are um conspiracy based not conspiracy <laughs> based just like <laughs> what if type situations yeah. i think it i think it depends on mostly our personalities yeah. Our tendencies are, you know, who we are as people that how our dreams show up. It's kind of customized for everybody. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Dreams, man. Dreams. What's your quote for the day? My quote of the day. Just give me one second and I can find a quote of the day. We all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, deduction, Mm -hmm. self-discipline, and effort. Jesse Owens. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Please comment. It helps people find the podcast and who we are but um we really appreciate it guys thank Thank you for tuning in and have a great day